Stand by for action. Greenville, I am calling battle station. Anything can happen in the next half hour. Welcome to episode 408 of the Paranoid School Rock Show. My name is Armitage and guess what? Apart from playing music that you should hear on the radio, but don't, it's back to the studio. Cold runs down on my cheeks Why my heart's getting hot to beat The throat's so dry and I got some shakes Again, morning, again, headache Again, morning, again I wrote on Wednesday's midweek special show notes, Wallwork Radio listeners, I apologise. But as not to exclude you, pop over to theparanoidscrawl.com for some live damned and mowerhead when you have a free couple of hours, that is. Anyway, I said that arguably there are only three bands that really matter, and any decent band that came after them, their lineage could be traced directly to these three. In formation order, the bands in question are the Ramones, Motorhead and the Damned. So in single release order, I give you the Ramones, the Damned and Motorhead. I know you've all heard these more times than you care to admit, but... Oh, let's go. Oh, oh, let's go. Oh, 
she really going out with him?
Go back to the beginning, to the genre that started it all. The blues is where you will end up. Most influential blues guitarist of all time has got to be Robert Johnson. His recording output was uh, compacted 22 years, 1936 to 1937. According to legend, Johnson sold his soul to the devil, was poisoned by a jealous husband, and was the founding member of the 27 Club. Other members include Brian Jones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Pete DeFratis, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, and honoree member Richie James. All right along with everyone else of my generation, bought the complete recordings in 1991. Very much a recording of its time. Turns out that we've been listening to it at the wrong speed. In 78 RPM, the original recordings were recorded at 75 RPM. The theory claims that uh, either the uh, sessions he committed to 78 were accidentally recorded at the wrong speed, or they were deliberately sped up to make them sound more exciting. Once those tracks were released, the following releases were forced to use the same blueprint for fear of the mistake being noticed. As with most mistakes or deliberate manipulations, they tend to become accepted as fact over time. Whatever. The common consensus among musicologists is that uh, we've been listening to Johnson at at least 20% too fast. Anybody these days with a PC has the technology to slow down Johnson's best-known work so we can hear him as he was intended to be which obviously is going to happen right now. This is Preaching Blues, and remember, this is one guy and one acoustic guitar nearly 80 years ago. Mm-hmm. 
never had a mind. Hope you never will. DC have been in the news over the last few weeks for the right and sometimes wrong reasons. I think the whole rock and musical community as a whole felt a real sense of sadness at the news of Malcolm Young's dementia and surprise at the arrest of drummer Phil Rudd for attempting to procure a murder. which has subsequently been dropped like a hot potato. I think it's still up for some misdemeanor or other. But the other right news is the first single, Playball, from the band's up-and-coming 15 millionth album, Rock or Bust. Much talk has been made of the video. It does look weird seeing Bob Richards and Steve Young instead of Malcolm and Phil. But the actual video itself, geez, I think the special effects guy... Uh, used to work on Doctor Who in the late 70s. Was it deliberate? Who knows? And who actually cares as a song, as you'd expect, is typical ACDC.
new tunes and up next are Curse from Stockholm, Sweden. I've been drip-fed teaser tracks from their new album, World Domination, the closer, no pun intended, it got to being released and in turn have aired two in the form and shape of Don't Teach Daddy How to Fuck and the title track itself. As I now the CD, it would be rude not to play something else off it. So if you like your music Detroit via Stockholm, I suggest you mosey over to French-based Closer Records and order right away. This is I'm Not The One To Blame. that I've not caught them live yet. Stupid UK promoters. Now, when Guy Bailey decided not to join the choir boys in reforming, I didn't see him playing live again until the rise of the Peckham Cowboys about four years ago. Uh, Then he promptly left with rumours that touring life was not for him and that owning and running a studio was what tickled his fancy. So I was really surprised when news filtered through to the squirrel dray that he, once again, had put a band together. 
I was even more surprised to learn that classic era choir boys keyboardist Chris Johnston was in the frame. But reverting to his original queer boy instrument, the bass. Guy and Chris are joined by Simon Hansen on drums and lyricist Irina D. The band's name is Thirsty. On the band's Facebook page they say, and I quote, Thirsty is a project grounded in classic pop rock format with theomatic elements from art house, psychedelic and alternate music. Anyway, whatever. This is Black. Saturday's show, that was the Cult 45 and Godfathers episode, I mentioned that I saw Ulysses supporting the aforementioned Godfathers at the Lexicon. I missed the start of their set, but was suitably impressed to purchase their 2013 CD Kill You Again. Very 70s looking, in the manner of say, uh, the Admiral Sir Cloudy Shovel, or the cast of Follyfoot Farm, but not sounding like them. Um, shovel, not fully foot. Uh, the artwork on the CD features Jason King, so already you know where they are coming from. It was a hard choice picking out only one song. In the end, it came down to two Inland Revenue, or the one I'm actually going to play you, a nod towards the Beatles and Taxi Driver. <laughs>
Saturday for Motorhead and the Damned were the Boss Hoss. Like Ulysses, I missed the beginning of their set, but boy, what I saw wasn't half good. A 10-piece band dressed up like stereotypical American cowboys, with the horn section as Mexican bandits and all wrestlers. The band are German. Uh, I only found this out once I got home. I thought they were American and have been going for about 10 years, but this is the first time I'd ever heard of them. They started out playing country and western-style cover versions of famous pop and rock hip-hop songs, for example, Toxic by Britney Spears and Hey Y'all by Outkast. The band refers to their music style as country, trash, punk, rock. The only cover I can remember them playing last Saturday was Word Up. There may have been others, but not being au fait with certain genres, I couldn't be 100% sure. Once back home, I bought their current album, Flames of Fame, and a best-of called Inter Nashville, not to be confused with the band's debut of a similar name. There is also a new introduction, 10-year celebration compilation album called God Loves Cowboys, if you're interested. To be honest, I prefer to seeing them live than listening to them on my stereo. Christ knows what they'd be like in a smaller venue. Bloody great, I reckon. For your listening pleasure, I'm going to give you their version of Hey Joe, popularised by Jimi Hendrix. One, two. 
we're in a cover mode territory, I got sent the Flaming Lips new album with a little help from my friends. Uh, the only album of theirs uh, which I have is the cover they did of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, and I enjoyed it very much. Friends, on the other hand, uh, it sounds like a load of drunken stone mates doing the Beatles karaoke with the aid, the, uh, without the aid of the teleprompter. I've absolutely no idea who 99.9% of the guest musicians are, apart from Miley Cyrus. I'm not saying it's a rubbish album, not by any means, it's just in places hard going. So, probably for the only time in the Paranoid School history, until she becomes a middle chick, I'll give you Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds featuring Miley Cyrus. Paper taxis appear on the 
who is anything but hard going is Jake Starr and his delicious fullness a snazzy dresser with mod jackets to rival mine only I'm uh, at a bit of a disadvantage as I have just the one to his wardrobe full the band released a brand new album yesterday yesterday being the 14th of November future and non-wall rock radio listeners called Taste Goods 10 tracks of delicious fullness this is Yummy <laughs> Oh, baby, no. 
album I've had for a month or so is Los Pepes debut, Los Pepes for Everyone. Fantastic power pop. So far, uh, I've only managed to catch some live twice, shame on me. Once at the Pipeline and the last at the Barfly supporting Judah. The band are playing with Eddie and the Hot Rocks next Saturday at the Half Moon in Putley, but unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to make it. But for your listening pleasure, this is Unknown. Time for... Compare and Contrast. Wandering around on Facebook, as you do, I came across a post from Jeff Hickley, who, like quite a few red-blooded males, when alone in his thoughts, thinks of Taylor Swift. Now, a current single, which is doing the rounds, is Shake It Off. He was convinced... He'd heard something similar before. Then it hit him. The Super Suckers and the song of the same name. So, members of the jury, I'll give you Taylor Swift with Shake It Off, followed by the Super Suckers also doing Shake It Off to help you get through Taylor Swift 
Imagine her lying on your bed wearing nothing but a faded Slayer t-shirt.
myself at the slim and lousy bit no problem with the lying naked just wearing a slayer t-shirt bit right rapidly coming to the end of this week's show but to be honest i am glad this week is almost done and dusted the three nights out seeing adam bomb and then adam again supporting thunder mother with yesterday a trip to the barfly for the scaramanga six and the eureka machines and all that although i wasn't expecting the downstairs barfly to be full of fans of the specials who are over the road at roundhouse where i'll be monday with i'll be no, it's been the broken downstairs toilet and the system refuses to stop filling up. Bought the required new part for a tenner, which I'm going to try and fit tomorrow. Flood warning. Uh, left my bank card at B&Q, buying the aforementioned part for the toilet. And on Wednesday, whilst eating my bowl of frosties at breakfast, broke off a molar. Finally, my blood pressure has gone through the roof. Spent nearly all Tuesday lightheaded. Just mental at the day job at the moment. Fair due to the boss, he did treat us all to pizza yesterday. Blood pressure down cholesterol up so no fancy email show notes this week just didn't have the time i'm going to finish this week's show off with some pink floyd taken from their new and most probably last album endless river until next week take care of yourself and take it easy